Well, hello there, and welcome back to Pastors Q&A, where we answer your questions. I'm Pastor Ryan. This right here is the esteemed Pastor Jeremy, and we are going to dive into a question about some Bible study today. Here's a question. It says, hello, what are your favorite Bible commentaries and apologetics books? And we just wanted to start out by saying hello to you as well. (laughs) Jeremy, why don't you dive in? Uh, Well, uh, commentaries uh, are very, very helpful uh, for the disciple of Jesus because um, one of the things that's amazing is that we have God's Word, right? Imagine what life would be like without God's Word. We would have to just do our best to guess about who God is, what His character is like, what He he desires for our world, uh, why He created us, all that kind of stuff. And yet we have His Word revealed to us, and that if we're going to know anything about God, we're primarily going to find it there. Um, that said, how do we best interact with God's Word? Well, we're going to read it, we're going to hear it read or hear it preached from and such. We're going to meditate on it, pray from it, you know, um, a variety of things. But study is a very important way that we can interact with God's Word. And I would say that there's some people I know who are really into study, but a lot of folks uh, just don't even, they think, well, that's for pastors or scholars. Those are the for the really serious. But, you know, that's, that's something that all of us ought to do is study. And so commentaries serve a great purpose in helping us dive in and find out what is this word teaching us? What has God spoken? And so some of my favorite ones um, for the uh, New Testament is uh, the Pillar Commentaries. And actually, you have oh, yeah. uh, one of those. Uh, and it is excellent for the New Testament. I have this. Uh, Ryan has it uh, in print there. I have it on my Logos uh, Bible software, which is an excellent tool. If anyone's curious about that, you can certainly ask about that as well. Um, but uh, it, 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 it it's um, all commentaries have, uh, you know, different ones are all of them are a bit different. They're all scholarly, but some just read more easily than others. Like, for example, one of the other ones for the New Testament that I really like is called the uh, New International Greek Testament Commentary. Just the title shows you how intense. Yeah, the NIGTC. And it is wonderful. The insight that it has is just so good, but it's very, very technical, meaning that there's going to be like 75 parentheses <laughs> uh, in in just one paragraph, or a lot of it will actually be in Greek, and so you have to kind of figure that, you know, so, uh, but very, very, very good. Whereas this this reads really well, and, and it's scholarly and, and, and all that, but um, uh, another one that I really like um, that covers all of the uh, of, of Scripture, the Old and New Testament, is the Expositor's Bible Commentary. came out in the 80s. Uh, it was released right uh, after the uh, NIV uh, yeah. came out, so it was done in concert with that. And uh, you know, uh, you, the one here is written by Carson, D.A. Carson. Yeah, this is the volume on John, um, which is my favorite volume in the series. It's yeah. just awesome. And my favorite volume in this series is the one by Carson on Matthew. Look at that. <laughs> we're D.A. Carson fanboys. That's right. We've seen it. He, he shook his hand once. That's true. Yeah, that's yes, pretty awesome. That's But those are my main go-to. Yeah. It would be this and this, and then um, uh, other ones beyond that I also utilize. But one is, uh, but, but not as frequently as that. <clears throat> uh, this one is, uh, I have one here by Kidner on the Proverbs, and this is a Tyndale Old Testament uh, yep. commentary. And one of the things that's nice about this, it's very readable. I mean, it's just—it's not just very readable. It's good writing, like yeah. it's beautiful prose. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, Kidner did the one for Proverbs as well as Genesis. He may have done others, but this is a real inexpensive way. As you can see, all of Proverbs is just a thin little volume, and so for a couple hundred bucks, 
Yeah, you were yeah, saying earlier yeah. That- Tyndale's a pretty inexpensive series, which is great. <clears throat> so you can own the whole series for just a couple hundred bucks, and in you know slim volumes, and so they're they're pretty readable. It's a really good entry into um, more advanced commentaries yeah. and stuff like that. So, what we got yeah. here? Sure, yeah. Um, yeah, two things that I really love. Um, one, I'll just talk about a study Bible real quick that I use all the time. Uh, this here, this is the ESV study Bible, and this is my favorite study Bible. I use it all the time after I've done some inductive study and looked at just the words themselves. This is often the first place I go to just to get a basic understanding of the text, the context, uh, what the author's doing, stuff like that. And so this has been awesome. Another study Bible I love is one called the Gospel Transformation Study Bible, and I have a digital copy of that on my olive tree software, which is what I use, um, and that's been that's been great. But the commentary series that I, I come back to again and again and again, I just used it when we were looking at Exodus, um, is this series here, and this is a series called God's Word for You, and this is the first volume, this is the one on Galatians, written by uh, Timothy Keller, and it's just awesome because it's so approachable. It's so approachable. It's beautifully yeah, written. It's really written for application. It's not technical. You know, there's not going to be a lot of Greek words, things like that. It's, it's really really meant for everybody. It is literally God's word for you, for you, for you. And so um, um, it's just it's just very pastoral in the way that um, all of the all the ones that I've read, it's incredibly pastoral. You could literally read this for your devotional time and it would be a blessing to you. It has yeah. personal application questions in it for small group study. Um, our youth Bible study, um, uh, Spencer, who's leading our youth right now, he is using this for the, to, Romans uh, for one, the, right, the yeah. one on Romans. Yeah. He's using mine, that. isn't he? Yes, yeah, he's yes, he's mind. borrowing yeah. yours. <laughs> this is yours too. Yeah, I'm yes, borrowing it too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so really, really excellent series. Um, it's just awesome. And so we would encourage you to pick it up. They're not quite done with it yet. This one just came out a few years ago, and so they're still finishing out the yeah, series. Bit by bit, different um, authors. Um, yes, yeah, yeah, but all of them that Very I've read good. are just just awesome. So why don't we uh, pivot a little bit into talking about some apologetics well, books two, yes, after Real this. quick, real quick, yes. we'll get to that. But I did want to mention the uh, New American Commentary series, which oh, yeah, covers sure. Old and uh, New Testament. And it's a good... Uh, um, way to dive in. It's not as in-depth yep. as some of the other ones. And also, an, a, an oldie but goodie. Oh, yes. Is the Matthew Henry's commentary from way back in the day. And nice. this is this is available free online, and yep. uh, it's it's great. It's just, it's nice to be able to look at not just what someone is saying contemporary, uh, in a contemporary yep. fashion, but um, you know, things that are said about Scripture, commentaries on the Scripture from centuries ago. So, this is a great one. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, now back to you. There we go. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to do you want to talk about apologetics first? Or do you want me to jump in first? Well, as far as my favorite, I can I can start. Uh, my favorite apologetics book is *Mere, Mere Christianity* by C.S. Lewis, hmm. which is based on a sermon that he uh, gave, or at least a series of sermons. I think it was uh, a radio. radio show. Yeah, yeah. and uh, it's excellent. Very. Yeah. I mean, ex- one of the better books written in the 20th century, mm-hmm. in, in some you yeah. could arguably say, uh, but it just lays out. Um, a great way of just describing what is Christianity and how is it. You know, so that that's that's one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah that yeah. one's awesome. That one is always at the top of lists of you know most influential Christian books of all time. It's yeah. like it's like the Bible, Pilgrim's Progress, Mere Christianity. Yeah. And so if you have those yeah. three books, then then you're good. Um, yeah. Well, I I love apologetics. I could talk about apologetics all day long. Um, a couple of specific apologetics books that have been that have been really awesome. Um, one is a thicker volume, and it really 
it's actually an apologetics book about apologetics books. And so, and, and about different styles of apologetics is called Apologetics at the Cross. And um, it, it is, it's basically a textbook and I actually used it when I was teaching a class on apologetics at the uh, Firmly Planted Homeschool Resource Center. But what it does is it, it breaks down different styles of apologetics, presuppositional apologetics, classical, evidential, um, all these different, these different things, experiential apologetics. And then it goes into each of those categories and lays out some of the basic apologetic approaches and arguments. And so it was just really helpful, especially yeah. if you're into apologetics. That's called Apologetics at the Cross. And then another apologetics book, uh, one that's just great for reading, is um, one that Timothy Keller wrote fairly recently um, called Making Sense of God. And it's really his second apologetics book. His first one was called The Reason for God, which he came out with in 2008. And then 10 years later, he wrote Making Sense of God. And the reason why he wrote it is because he saw such a shift in the philosophical landscape in America yeah. in just that 10-year span. Mm -hmm. And so Reason for God really deals with um, some of the classic defeaters of Christianity, which are things that people bring up, you know, how could a good God allow suffering, right? Isn't the Bible just <clears throat> antiquated and anti-science? He deals with some of the defeaters, and it's more evidential. And then Making Sense of God is really, it's, it's more experiential in the sense that it deals with things that every human being experiences and how those things point to God. So things like beauty, justice, human rights, morality, all of those things are evidences for who God is. And so Making Sense of God is, is one of my yeah. favorite recent ones that I've read. Yeah, and I've read The Reason of, uh, for God. Yeah. It was very good. I haven't read the other one. I ha own it, but I haven't read it yet, but I've heard yep. excellent things about it. So, yeah. Good. Great. Awesome. Great. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. Uh, yeah. You can send your questions in, text them in, email them, and we'll see you next time.